The past two years have been anything but ordinary. In fact, I can not imagine one person that I know of that would think that COVID would come to this for all of us. And for some of us, this is the, the culmination, the return back to normal. And I was right there with you and had been planning over the past number of months, like I mentioned earlier, for this service, because I was excited to finally gather with all of us in the space together. And I know some of us will be online. It was going to be amazing opportunity to celebrate and to hold our Christ candles high. And if you're here for that, I'm excited for you. And I long to be with you. I've longed to be back to normal and back in the ways and the rhythms of life that, you know, we hope to be in regularly. And that's one of the things that we've talked about throughout this season, the season of longing called Advent that comes to culmination on this night. It's this idea that the, the kingdom of God is both here but then distant and we hope for the realities of the Christ child, the hope, peace, joy, and love to come and be here with us. Here and now, Emmanuel. And as much as I long and I get sad over the, the lost expectation of being able to be with you in person, I, I look back to another experience I had when I um, expectation came crashing to the ground. I was ready to go off to call or go finish college and go off and travel Europe with a buddy of mine. And we were doing all the things that college students do when they finish up their careers or saying their goodbyes or going to their parties and they're having their last activities. And one of those last activities was my last intramural uh, ultimate frisbee practice. And, and I know ultimate frisbee, you know, you're just doing whatever you're doing. And, and there I was, and I was going to, you know, just go out with a gusto and and I dove for the frisbee and I threw it back in bounds and then hit my jaw and I broke my jaw and had to change everything about how I expected myself to finish up with graduation and going off to Europe and getting a job afterwards and all of it came crashing to a halt. And earlier this week when I found out I had a positive COVID-19 test, uh, all of my expectations about being with us came crashing to a halt. And the reality is, I, I know it's not just me, though. I know throughout this pandemic, almost all of us, I'm sure, have experienced some sense of loss. Whether it's the loss of a loved one or loss of a career as you know it or a relationship or even the hope and aspirations we have for our children We've experienced some sense of expectations coming crashing down. What was that for you throughout this time? And, and as I think about that in my own life, and as I reflect on that, how hard those experiences are, and how much I long for that expectation I had, I'm reminded of this story of Jesus' birth of the scripture reading we had from the Gospel of Luke. Because I, I promise you this, none of the characters of that pretty nativity scene expected any of it to unfold the way it did. Mary did not expect to get pregnant with the Son of God. Joseph did not expect to stand alongside his 
soon-to-be spouse as she carried the sacred gift to the world. And and even if they had come to grips with what the reality of the situation of of burying the the Son of God into the world, surely uh, when the imperial regime of the time called them all to go back to their hometowns, they must have said to themselves, it's not supposed to be like this. She must have been eight to nine months pregnant and been told that she needed to make a 90-mile journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And those of you who have been pregnant or are pregnant will know walking or riding on a donkey for 90 miles, that's that's a, a marathon a day for four days, and that's the fastest pace that they could have gone, almost the entire circumference around the island of the Oahu. Journeying ready to bear a child, going back to the family city of Joseph, to Bethlehem. The king of kings, uh, the Messiah, Emmanuel, wasn't supposed to come like that. And there, as they journeyed uh, from house to house and end to end just to find a place to stay, I just envision this image of this uh, poor young couple looking for respite. And all of a sudden, desperately, Mary looks to her uh, soon-to-be husband and says, I think my water just broke. And there they were in the city, frantic, trying to figure out what they were going to do. The Messiah wasn't supposed to come into the world this way. And to add insult to injury, one of the reasons scholars tell us they probably weren't able to find a home in their hometown was because they were shunned by their family for a child out of wedlock. There was no invitation from their own family to stay with them. It was only the innkeeper who decided to invite them to stay in a stable, which, remember, is a fancy word for barn. And there, amidst the chaos of a barn, and the germs and the noises and all of it, the Prince of Peace was born and laid in a manger, another word for a feeding trough. I can't imagine the loss of expectations that Mary and Joseph felt. And surely they held on to the promises of the angels and the promises and the prophecies of uh, the cousin Elizabeth. But if I had been there, I imagine I would have been a little hopeless. Couldn't help but think about the way it should have been. Because it's hard when we lose sight of those expectations. And the only thing that seemed to give this young couple a glimmer of hope was these shepherds that journeyed in to see the news of the Messiah born. And mind you, these shepherds were night shepherds, another uh, fancy word for homeless shepherds who walked in because they were probably the bottom of the totem pole of those watching over their flock by night. The humble shepherds who came gave Mary a sense of hope 
And so much so that the scripture says, and so she pondered these things and kept them close to her heart. That the simple words of celebration from the shepherds gave her hope. You see, I live my life, as many of us do, with all sorts of ideals and dreams, whether it's for our kids or for our careers or bank accounts. But the one thing I know about the Messiah is that if we think the gifts of hope, peace, joy, and love will be ushered into the world as they meet our expectations, we are wrongly mistaken. Because the King of Kings was born to us, humble and lowly, in a way that no one anticipated. How was that child to overthrow the powers that be, the Roman Empire, to reinstitute all that had been wronged in life, the child that was sleeping in the manger to do these things? And I think that's our temptation, isn't it? is when we think about the problems of our life, or let alone the problems of the world, the environmental crisis, or the divide in politics, or uh, warring nations, we can't help but wonder when the, the mighty Messiah will step in and save us. Or when the, the, the person with the might or the willpower or the right answers will step in and guide us. And there in the manger, laid the Son of God, the hope, peace, joy, and love of the world. And so, I think that this night is not so much about us and our expectations, but it's about finding the glimmers like Mary found. You know, those shepherds who wandered into the stable to sing praises to the newborn king. You see, although this story is filled with a loss, a sense of loss, it's also filled with a sense of invitation. And throughout Advent, we've been talking about how this season reminds us and uh, we long for this sense of home. I think that's why I was so excited to be with you in person is because being in person and holding our candles reminds me of my church ohana, of my home. And to sit and to watch my kids raising their candles alongside my wife, alongside you, gives us that sense. But we know that many of us are longing still for that home. And amidst all the loss, we see the invitation of God to find home. Mary was invited to carry the Son of God. Joseph was invited to a journey with. Elizabeth was invited to celebrate with Mary. John the Baptist was invited to call those around to pay attention, to repent, to prepare themselves for what was to come, the Messiah. 
But none of those invitations of God came in the ways the characters of this biblical story would have imagined. So I wonder, in the midst of our longing, our expectations, do we miss the invitations that God brings us? Perhaps the problem of the pandemic or the problem of global climate crisis or the problem of whatever the issues might be that we see in our lives and the lives of the world aren't gonna be fixed by some Messiah sweeping in to fix all that's wrong, but in the subtle and small invitation that the humble king born in a manger brings. Perhaps peace will be ushered in through an invitation to listen differently to that neighbor you just can't stand. Perhaps love will be seen in the small ways that you extend kindness and generosity to your colleagues, to your friends at school. See, this Christmas, God is calling us home, inviting us in, but it's not going to be the way we imagined. It's not going to be the glamour, the giant presence, the expectations. It's in the lowly manger with the birth of God with us. Because on this holy night, we're reminded that the problems of the world are big, probably bigger than us. But it's not through might or force, but through humility and service and the small acts of kindness and generosity that you bring to the world that will let the light of Christ shine in the darkness. So as we hold our small, small invitations that God gives us and our response to them up, those little lights, that one may be small, but together, we can light up the world. And the light that broke in those many years ago, the light of Christ, will be with us, living through us. And the hope, peace, joy, and love of Christ will be seen for all the world. I invite you to pray with me. loving God, on this night, we hold vigil and remembrance of the ways our expectations often in life get lost. And as we remember together, we remember that long ago night that holy night when a child was born to us, our Savior, 
humble and lowly, born in a manger, Christ our Lord. Amen.